shoot your shot. Hey, come on now, shoot your shot. Hey, come on, one, two, shoot your shot. Hey, come on now, shoot your shot. Shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot your shot. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Shoot Your Shot podcast. Uh, it's just Bradshaw this week. Uh, Karina's just starting her vacation, uh, so she's not joining me, and I kind of wanted to just come on, do a quick little mini pod about uh, the Giannis injury and kind of the Bucks and where they're at, because, I mean, obviously, they're a little close to my heart, I guess. I, I would I would say I have a little soft spot for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, but, yeah, I, I just kind of wanted to give my overall thoughts, so... Obviously, I think pretty much anybody listening knows that Giannis last night kind of injured his knee going up to contest a Clint Capella dunk. Um, kind of in that moment, I just I was watching. I was like, man, I was like, there's no I was like, I was just my heart was in my stomach. I don't know what else to say. Like, I had no words for that because that's like worst case scenario, not just for a Bucks fan, but for like any basketball fan. Like Giannis getting hurt in that series is like, OK, this is worst case scenario. This is awful. And obviously the whole the whole um, narrative around the playoffs being that you know all this all, a lot of these all stars, a lot of these star players have been getting injured, and Giannis just you know now is one of them. Um, I I still can't quite believe that he came back to the bench like he hobbled off, looked like he was limping around. I know Reggie Miller was just talking the entire time and speculating about how how he thought Giannis is doing in that moment, which. I, I still I tweeted it out, but that's it's that's so irresponsible. Like Reggie Miller has no medical expertise. Like he should not be the one to comment on that. Just let it go and just let Giannis walk off. Don't you don't need to give your opinion on everything, Reggie. Um, but I have my own thoughts about Reggie Miller and Marv Albert on that broadcast. But um, yeah, I still can't quite believe he came back. Like they showed him uh, just before one of the TV timeouts you know, back on the bench or like back with his, with his teammates. And, you know, the bucks went down 20, I believe they kind of looked kind of shell shocked after that. And they went down 20. So I, then they, then he went back to the locker room and they didn't see him again. Um, and I, I really hope that the score wasn't the factor of him going back. Uh, I don't know why he was back on the bench, but I hope that it wasn't the score that I hope they weren't considering putting him back in because, well, there should be, there's no way like even without, even like, knowing what I know now or what we all know now, but what the injury is, even then you still should not have let him go back in the game. You didn't know what was wrong with his knee. It could have been severe. There's no way he should have gone back in that game. So I hope it was just kind of like, maybe he's trying to walk it off. Maybe let his brother know like, Hey, I'm okay. Or something like, I don't know, but I hope it wasn't like he was trying to get back in the game. Cause that would have been extremely irresponsible for the entire Bucks organization for Giannis. Just, I'm just glad he's I'm honestly, well, overall, I'm glad he like, it's not a long-term injury. Uh, obviously they, that we found out today there was no structural damage or anything. It was just a hyperextended knee. Uh, he's doubtful for game five. I can't imagine there's a world where he plays. I know uh, Jake Reitz on Bucks Twitter at uh, Jaja Reitz. He kind of had the initial thing of like, okay, he's out for the postseason, but it's a hyperextended knee and there's no structural damage, but he's out for the postseason. So I'm assuming um, that it's just kind of like a little bit of gamesmanship, like trying to get the Hawks to think like, oh, maybe there's a chance Giannis plays. I don't think there is, to be honest with you. I, if the Bucks somehow like move past the series, and I'll talk about that in a second, um, I'd be very surprised if he came back for any of the postseason. Just I, I think there's something there's it's just like you're worried about like you want his long term health to be the priority here, not 
like the next, I don't know, six wins that you need to get a championship. I think that should be not, that shouldn't be the priority here when you're you know, discussing Giannis's injury. Um, and obviously I'm not a doctor by any means, but I'm just kind of thinking like long-term, I don't, I just don't want him to hurt his, hurt his knee any further than he already has. Um, and kind of speaking about like Twitter doctors and stuff like that. And just people, like I said, with Reggie Miller kind of making his own diagnosis and kind of people just, they, they, people jump on over, jump over all over on injuries all the time when things like these happen. And I know it's kind of like hypocritical of me to just kind of pick up on it now, like kind of just talk about it because it's affecting someone that's the star player on my team, but it's kind of always something that bothered me. Like last night, uh, there was a there was a writer for Sports Illustrated, I believe, and uh, I think he's an insider for Bleach Report or something. I, I I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Doesn't really matter. Uh, he had a, a tweet that um, that the Bucks feared that it was a torn ACL for Giannis, and everyone was kind of like, "Well, uh, you know, people were like getting on getting on him for it, and you know, people were defending him, saying, well, you know, of course they're fearing that.' Like, yeah, yeah, of course they're fearing that. That's literally everyone's fear right now. This isn't news." Like, don't jump on this. Like, don't jump on this, like, the night of and, like, try to, like, pick up some clout off of this. Like, I think that's that's really, really gross, like, reporting that. Like, even if they are fearing that, that's not news. Everyone's fearing that. And it's also just putting more fear out there and putting, like, misinformation out there. There's no need to tweet something like that. And people do that all the time. Like, people in the NFL do it. When an NFL player goes down, like, there's always the tweets of, like, oh, the this team is fearing that it's, you know, this severe injury. Like, there's no need. Just wait for... They wait for the actual diagnosis, wait for the MRI and wait for the results. And let's just all calm down. Like there's no need for this kind of reporting. And it's, it's just, it's really gross and kind of in a similar vein. Like there's all these doctors on Twitter and like, like actual doctors, not just like fake Twitter doctors, like me talking about what I think is best for Giannis's knee. Um, like actual doctors, like making these videos and these articles. And there's like two, like varying degrees. Like, I know there's one guy I watched a video uh, just because I was like looking for any information because I'm, I was that like, I was just on my phone pretty much all day, like looking for any, any information because we're just I, every Bucksman was just waiting for the news. And one of the doctors said he was like, I'd be very surprised if there was like, like it, it there, he was like basically saying not a guarantee, but like he was almost sure there was like going to be a severe structural injury in his knee. And there was another guy who had an article that said like, oh, it's probably just going to be like, I don't know, a sprain or something like basically what it actually ended up being. But still, like there's no use in speculating. And, and both of them said the same thing. Oh, it's hard to tell based on the video. If it's hard to tell, then don't like don't do that. There's no need for this kind of stuff. Right. Like it's just it's the similar vein of like kind of clout chasing for injuries, which there's no need for this stuff. Right. There's no need. Wait for the actual results. If you have a source like Jake Reitz did or, you know, Woj and Zach Lowe, who end up reporting for ESPN. Like, if you have a source on it, sure, go ahead. But if you're just speculating and you're doing, like, the whole, like, oh, the Bucks fear it's this. Oh, just from watching the video, I think it's this injury. Like, it's just no need for this kind of stuff. And it's not just because <laughs> I'm trying to, like, make this clear that it's not just because of Giannis's injury. Like, this is just something that shouldn't be going on in, like, sports reporting, period. Like, it's just, it's really, really gross. And I just... I don't like it. And I really hope I, I wish like, I, I hope at some point people get called out more for this because it's just, it doesn't serve anybody but yourself. That's all this reporting and like injury speculation does is just serving to like grow your brand. And that's, shouldn't be the point of this. Like th these are players that are injured and, you know, could be suffering through actual like traumatic injuries, like just wait for actual stuff to come out. And then you can like, I don't know, 
tweet out about timelines on injuries the first off like that you're a doctor you know things like that i don't i would come to you for that i don't need your speculation i mean i say this having like looked at the speculation but you're just preying on fans who like are looking for any kind of like morsel of information right and that was me i was that kind of fan and i feel bad that i let it but uh i let myself watch that video um speaking about the bucks more generally because obviously i'm a bucks fan um game five was awful aside from the injury the bucks played terribly uh i believe at halftime they shot something stupid like 35 percent from the field just nothing was going in they were actually getting some pretty good looks um despite like my complaining and Bucks fans and some other people complaining that, you know, like, oh, the offense looks terrible. And the, the offense did honestly look some sometimes look pretty aimless, but they were getting some pretty good looks. They were just missing them. Um, but overall, like, yeah, the offense looked pretty bad. Uh, Giannis was getting like nothing in the paint until like kind of the beginning of the third quarter before his injury. He was kind of they were they were sending a lot of bodies at him. They were they were doing a better job, like kind of when he was, you know, trying to ISO one-on-one against Capella and Yakut Kongwu, John Collins, they would send multiple bodies and like force him to pass it off to a shooter. And it kind of reminded me, I tweeted this, that it reminded me of like the playoff losses from 2009 or sorry, 2019 and 2020 of just like teams forcing Giannis to rely on his teammates and his teammates weren't converting those shots yet again. Um, Obviously, I think the injury kind of shell-shocked the team, and, like, they looked really, really bad uh, immediately after that. I mean, it's hard not to, right? Like, that's one of your good friends just went down with an injury. You don't know what's going on with them, and it's it's hard. Like, I, I completely understand that. I don't blame them at all for feeling that way. I, if anything, like, maybe Mike Budenholzer could have called the timeout, but it's just one of the situations where you don't – that's not something that, like, you can hold against them. Um, so yeah, they lost game five. I think that was a, it was a real chance though, for them to, you know, take a three, one lead before Giannis's injury. Uh, who knows, like if they're ahead, like what happens after that, but they looked really, really bad, uh, before and after Giannis's injury, I think they settled down a little bit. And once, you know, kind of, I think everything settled down and well, they were already down 20 at that point, but you know, they battled it back. I think they got it down to 13 at one point and I, I, they looked okay. Chris and Drew, kind of looked really bad up until then and they kind of settled down and kind of they're like okay i guess we have to take over here and that's kind of what they're going to have to do with going into game six uh sorry going into game five um yeah i just i don't know it was it was a really really bad game the hawks played really well i got to give them credit too uh lou will was incredible absolutely incredible he didn't miss a shot for like three quarters he was ridiculous and then obviously bogdan bogdanovich played i think his best game since he got before he got injured and uh, he looked really good. The Hawks as a whole looked really good. And Yako Kongu, I mentioned earlier, played really, really solid defense, gave them some really good minutes. He looks like a really good young player for them. Cam Reddish had a nice game. It's good to see him back as well. Uh, so yeah, going into game five, I just, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think the Bucks. I want to be optimistic and say they still have a chance. Um, Chris and Drew are obviously two really great players. They're still a good team without Giannis. They're just not a championship winning team. Uh, but they, I think they still have a chance to win this series. You only need two wins. You have two games at home. Uh, obviously, you don't know Trey Young's status yet, but uh, Chris and Drew, if they're gonna if they're gonna win this series, those two have to obviously. They can't have a performance like they did at the beginning of Game Four, where they just looked, they, they, they nothing was going in for either one of them. Like you'll need like get you'll need like a Game Three against Brooklyn performance from Chris Middleton, and like Games One and Two that Drew had both at home. So hopefully, maybe you know being back at home will you know get them going again. But 
yeah, you'll need games like that from both of them at the same time to even have a chance. And you'll probably need a game, like a, a big game, a big shooting game from, I don't know, Bryn Forbes or Bobby Portis or Brooke Lopez have a nice game. It's it's going to be tough. Um, but I don't want to fully give up hope because I think the the Bucks, the rest of the Bucks, I think are still really good. And I have, you know, a minimal amount of faith in Mike Budenholzer to not get in their way too much. So I don't know. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'll say I'm cautiously optimistic for uh, game five. But yeah, um, I think that's all I had. I think, yeah, that, that, that's, I think that's, I think that perfectly sums up where I'm at with this. Uh, this is mostly a, maybe just a venting session for me to just kind of get my thoughts out there uh, and more than just a tweet. Cause it's been quite the uh, 24 hours or so for, for Bucks fans and for NBA fans, honestly, as well. A lot of fans were really upset that Giannis, cause you don't ever want to see anybody get injured. Um, so yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening uh, again, just Bradshaw this week. Hopefully next week I will have a guest. Uh, I'm working on a couple. I've reached out to a couple people. Uh, so hopefully I can get someone to come on next week. Karina will maybe come on if she has some if she has some time coming after vacation. We'll see. Uh, but for for now, it's going to be me and a guest for most of the upcoming episodes. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, follow the pod at Shoot Shot Pod on Twitter. Follow me at OMG Bradshaw. And uh, yeah, I'll see you. I'll hopefully see you guys next week. Bye. Shoot your shot. Hey, come on now, shoot your shot. Hey. Shoot your shot. Hey, come on now, shoot your shot. Shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot your shot.